Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Well, she said, what am I going to do? I said, I'll tell you exactly what to do. Will you do it? Instead of me doing it every day, will you do it every day? <laughs> well, I will if it's easy. Everybody's looking for something easy. I said, it's easy. I said, now, number one, don't ever mention to him again. I said, he's 15 and a half, never 16. Don't ever mention to him again anything about Jesus, God, or the Bible. Probably every meal you try to preach to him, don't you? Yeah, she said, I do. I said, shut your mouth. Don't ask him to go to church. Just leave him alone. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Love, the Way to Victory by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. Hallelujah! That'll put you over. I said, that'll put you over. You need to learn, instead of believing the worst of your children, you need to learn to surround them with faith and love. Lady said to me at St. Louis, preached the full gospel of the men convention. Brother Hagin wants you to pray for me. I said, what for? Well, I want you to promise me that you'll, before I tell you, I want you to promise me that you'll pray every day for this request. I said, I'm not going to do it. Because <laughs> I, I, I probably wouldn't think of it every day. But what's your request? Well, now she said, I'm a widow. And I have a 16 and a half, a 15 and a half year old boy, only child I have. His daddy's dead, and I wasn't a Christian. He wasn't brought up in church either. I've just been in church in recent years. But I said, I can't do a thing in the world with him. He won't go to church. He's just out to all hours of the night, sometimes 3 and 4 o'clock in the morning before he comes in. I, I, and said, I just lay there awake, you know, waiting for the phone to ring, telling me, you know, they've got him arrested down in jail, you know, in with a gang, and so on and so forth. I wanted you to pray every day. Will you promise me you'll pray every day for him? No, I said, I'm not going to pray for him at all. She said, you're not. No, I said, I'm not even going to pray one prayer. I'm doing that to get her attention. Amen. Sort of like the old boy, little old boy lived in town. They've been in the country. Went out to his grandpa's farm. And his grandpa went out, you know, in those days they had mules and horses. And so he had, and so he started hooking these mules up. And he picked up two before and hit that, hit that mule in the head. And the little boy said, what'd you do that part, grandpa? He said, just to get his attention. <laughs> Sometimes you have to get people's attention. I did that to get her attention. I said, I'm not going to even pray for him. I'm not going to pray one prayer. You're not? I said, no. She said, why? I said, wouldn't do any good. Wouldn't do a bit of good in the world. As long as you are going to keep nagging at him. As long as you're going to keep worrying about it. And keep telling him you'll never mount anything. You're going to wind up in the penitentiary. You're going to the reform school. You'll never make it. She said, how do you know I did that? I said, because he turned out like he did. That's how come he didn't know it. Well, she said, what am I going to do? I said, I'll tell you exactly what to do. Will you do it? Instead of me doing it every day, will you do it every day? Well, I will if it's easy. Everybody's looking for something easy. I said, it's easy. I said, now, number one, don't ever mention to him again. I said, he's 15 and a half, never 16. Don't ever mention to him again anything about Jesus, God, or the Bible. Probably every meal you try to preach to him, don't you? Yeah, she said, I do. I said, shut your mouth. Don't ask him to go to church. Just leave him alone. Now, you ought to start the way on back on it when he's little. 
But you didn't because way on back there you didn't even know God yourself to begin with. But get off of him. Get off of his back and quit hounding him. And then at night time stood laying there worrying and said, well, I guess the phone's going to ring. I said, you say, Lord, I don't know where he is, but I surround him with faith and love. I surround him with faith and love. I do not believe he's going to wind up in the penitentiary. I do not believe he's going to wind up in jail. I do not believe he's going to wind up in the reform school. I believe he's going to be delivered and blessed and saved. And I said, then go on to sleep. Oh, it'll be hard, but you can do it. Well, I went back 15 months later. There's three months difference between the convention. 50, you know, they have it every year, but there's three months, so it's actually 15 months. And I spoke one afternoon. I finished, and here came a lady up to me, just, just, just lively and lovely and, 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 and shook hands with me. And she said, you, you don't recognize me, do you? I tell you, she looks so different, so much younger and so much more beautiful. And I said, no, no, who are you? She said, don't you remember last year I asked you to pray for my boy? And I said, pray every day. Oh, I said, you're the one. Yeah, she said, I'm the one. <laughs> and I'll tell you, she said, I had an awful time. I just had to bite my tongue to keep saying anything, but I did just what you said do. I practice it religiously. What you meant every day. I would never ask him anymore. He'd come in at four o'clock in the morning. And I'd just say, Lord, I surround him with faith and love. I just, if I said it once, I must have said it 10,000 times. And so she said, you know, 15 months have come and gone. He's almost, well, he'll be 17 in a few days. He's 15 and a half, 16 and a half, and three more months. You see, it'd be making him 16 and three quarters. And so she said, uh, I, uh, I said, uh, so he said one morning, I never invited him to church, never said a word to him. But he came in at four o'clock. I know when he came in because I heard the door open. See? Four o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning. But he got up and came to the breakfast table and said, Mom, believe I'll go to Sunday school and church with you this morning. I said, oh, no, you shouldn't go. Just act, you know, you're up to four o'clock. You need your rest. Oh, but I want to go, though. See, before she's hounding him, make him mad. So said he went. Next Sunday, same thing, Saturday night, he came in at 4 o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning, and got up and said, uh, son, got up for breakfast, said, I believe I'll go to Sunday school and church with you this morning. She said, son, now, now you need your rest, you've got to go to school next week, you know, and you was out to 4 o'clock this morning, you might ought to stay and rest. No, I want to go. So he went. And then she said he went back that Sunday night, when the altar called, given, said he went to the altar and got saved. And he got filled with the Holy Ghost, and said before he was 100% for the devil, and now that he's 120% for God. Said, I believe that he's going to turn into a preacher. Thank you for helping me. Amen. I said, uh, and I said, well, praise God. She turned around. She said, thank God I've got a brand new boy. And she turned around and walked away. And then she came back, retraced up, said, I'll tell you something else. He's got a brand new mama. <laughs> said, I'm not the same person I used to be. I'm not the same person. She said, I don't think like it. Said, I pinch myself sometimes. Said, that really you? <laughs> said, I used to worry all the time. I don't ever worry anymore. I've learned to turn it over to the Lord. Praise God. We had one of the employees call me. His boy, you know, was off on dope and off in trouble. And, and he wanted, wanted to pray. And I told him what to do. I said, hey, I want to go look at farm and so on. I said, just leave him alone. Leave him alone. Just surround him with faith and love. And I showed him how to do it. How to surround him with faith and love. And the boy's a missionary today. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Surround him with faith and love. Why? Love never fails hallelujah love is ever ready to believe what the best of every person 
children ought to have the right to be brought up in this kind of love atmosphere. Then they'll go out in life's fight and they'll win. But when you see the worst in your children, always telling them you'll never mount anything. You won't do this, you won't do that. They'll live up to what you say. Amen. Amen. Though they may have missed it, when you see the best in them and love them rightly, it will bring the best out of them and they will amount to something. Every full gospel church I pastored, first church I pastored was community church, 85% of us Baptist. Every full gospel church I pastored, I didn't realize it, but every single one of them was a troubled church. I had other pastors to tell me then that used to pastor that church. I don't understand it. I didn't understand it. Here were men, they'd named some of them, had become stalwart Christians. One of them put 30% of his income into the church. He said when I was pastor, he wouldn't pay his tithes of all. Didn't come. Once in a while he'd come on Sunday night, saved, filled with the Holy Ghost for a number of years. Maybe put a dollar in the offering plate. How he could ever turn out to become such a Christian, I don't know. I said, it's easy. He sort of grinned this farmer pastor and said, I'll tell you one thing. When he did show up, I was laying for him. I blooded his old head. I said, that's where you missed it. I said, you see, I saw the best in these men. I saw them even though they were failing. Even though they weren't. I saw them stalwart Christians. And, and we made every one of these men. And these other pastors would tell me, I don't understand that. I can't see that. How did you do that? They were the most unfaithful people. See, people's children that way a lot of times. They're unfaithful, but see the best in them. Talk to them like they're the best they are. They'll rise to the level. And that's what I did. I saw these men as leaders. I saw the best in them. And they rose to that level. Praise God, for I surrounded them with faith and love. Are you getting what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. All right, let's go on. Just a step further here and we'll be through. Listen. Loves, hopes, this is amplified translation now, are fadeless under all circumstances and it endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, never fades out or becomes obsolete or comes to an end. See, if you walk in love, you'll never fail. Because love never fails. Now we're interested in spiritual gifts. And we ought to be. But we ought to be interested in love first. Prophecies will fail. What he means is they will come to an end. Because they'll all be fulfilled. Tongues shall cease. We don't need to talk in tongues over there. Knowledge shall vanish away. But thanks be unto God. Love never fails. Yes, I believe in prophecy and prophesying. I believe in tongues. Thank God for it. But you can exercise prophecy and tongues outside of love and they become as sound and brass and tinkling cymbals. The thing about it is, let's have prophecy. Let's have tongues. Let's have knowledge. But let's have love with it. Let's put love first because we're in the family of love. Let's become acquainted with our Heavenly Father who is a God of love. We ought to want to learn 
We ought to want to grow. We ought to want to grow in love. We ought to want to be made perfect in love. Now, I haven't been made perfect in love yet. Have you? But did you know that the Bible says we can? Not in the next world, but in this world. I believe some of us are going to make it. I don't know about you, but I got my claim staked out. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the Love and Inspiration Package. The book by Kenneth E. Hagan, Love, The Way to Victory, and the four-CD series by Ken Hagan, The God Kind of Love. Both dynamic resources for just $29.95. That's $14 off the retail price. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Well, I want to thank everybody for your partnership last year. Because you partnered with us with a financial gift every month, we were able to reach thousands of people uh, with this telecast. And I want to continue to thank you for continuing to be with us. And I also want to encourage some of you that are watching that might like to say, hey, I like that program. I like what they're doing. Hey, just come on and partner with us. And you say, well, what's a partner do? Well, they send in a monthly offering of whatever they can uh, to help this broadcast go all over the world. And you can just go to rhema.org and slash, slash WPC, we're a partner club, yes. and, and sign up right there. Uh, we want to thank you for being a part. We'd like to hear from you. Thank you for helping us to keep this broadcast on the air. Join us next week as we begin a new teaching series by Ken Hagen, The God Kind of Love. That's next week right here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagen.